Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good afternoon everyone, welcome to today's Axon Live, looking forward to today's Glasgow Derby against that mob over the other side of the city, joined this, uh, I, it is this afternoon now, it's officially the afternoon, so joined by Lawrence Connolly at the moment, Paul will be joining us shortly, Lawrence, how are you doing? I'm doing well mate, looking forward to, you know, we've got some practice matches uh, before the cup final, we can see the treble, so you know, yeah, yeah. A, a little run out against one of Scotland's newest teams is is always good. We've got a, a decent record against them this year so far, so hopefully we can build on that. Exactly. Yes. Nice to be nice to be digged. They're one of Scotland's newest teams, but they're twelve years old. And uh, did you guys go earlier today? The of a dead club. <clears throat> we went on time, Paul, because right. uh, I see it, it's three minutes past the hour. So this is what happens <laughs> Sorry. When around me. Listen, I was taking a note. So was that many changes to that starting lineup, Kevin? That there was a lot to lot of notes <laughs> to be had, right? Um, it shows you lineup I called. Was this the, the lineup you called once? Yes. W- weren't you looking for a Wata in there? No. In the midfield? No. 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 All right. No. Okay. So sorry to gate crash. Nice talk, by the way, Lawrence Conley. Um, yeah, you can buy them online. Yeah, axom.net. Where from? Axom.net, is it? <laughs> Lovely segue. Right, we've been talking all week about how um, Ange doesn't rest players because obviously we think we can get into the mind of this um, incredible football brain. Uh, we obviously cannot because uh, yesterday my my own starting lineup, and you can come uh, back to your own, Lawrence and Kevin's as well, was um, pretty much Joe Hart, Tony Ralston, Greg Taylor, Starfelt, Kobayashi. My midfield was Awata, McGregor, 
and uh, O'Reilly. And up top was Maeda, who you cannot drop against Rangers, apparently. Uh, Kyogo and Jota. So a completely different setup. What was your team, Lawrence? This was it, mate. Hart, Ralston, Kobayashi, Starfelt, Burnaby. Great to see Burnaby getting in, mate. You know, give him a run out. He's got a bit of pace on the left. Hopefully, pin them back over on the right. You know, McGregor, O'Reilly, Hitati, Jota, Abada, and of course, oh, I've been shouting for O to start against Seiko for a while. Well, I've got to, I've got to commend you. I don't know if you've got. Um, some kind of inside track on it. That is some sensational predictions. Uh, Kevin, you normally do like a pre-match on the blog. The blog's now uh, a very active part of Axom, so if you've not been visiting it, get onto axom.net because um, every day this week and for the last probably two or three months, Kevin has been keeping the fires burning and we're now very prolific on the blog. It's another good way of continuing to put out um, you know, content, free content when we're not on the live stream. So, uh, Kevin, what was your team? What big surprises uh, are you looking at there with the starting 11? Aye, if you've read the blog, you'll notice I wasn't brave enough to put a team on it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, okay. I do read the blog, by the way. I'm sure you do, Paul. I'm sure you do. I I can actually see, I go into analytics and I can see who's in it at the time. There's there's never one from Dalkeith, though. Never one I've looked, so... I need to go in and listen. I'll go in and change commas to full stops just to show that the presence is there. Let's have a run through the team. I'm sure you'll all have seen it. Um, and then we'll have a wee chat around uh, some of the, the um, statistics of this team that are starting today against Rangers. Uh, Joe Hart and goals with Tony Ralston at right back, Kobayashi and Starfelt in the middle. And Burnaby getting that start on the left hand side. A midfield trio of McGregor, Hatati, and O'Reilly with up top a return to the side of Abada. With Jota on the left, I and uh, O through the middle, as Lawrence has been banging on about a start for O. We'll start off at the back then. Um, the, the first thing that I'm noticing about the team overall, actually, is it's quite a young side. There are five players aged 22 or under in the start in 11, and we've got first starts against Rangers for Bernabe O and uh, Kobayashi as well. So three Glasgow Derby debutants. Uh, one guy who's not a debutant is Joe Hart, and he makes his 101st appearance today for Celtic, uh, Kevin. We have spoken uh, a fair bit about Hart. I think he's been absolutely monumental for Ange Postacoglu since he came in. And um, interestingly enough, I don't, don't think I realised he had actually played for 10 clubs Celtic are his 10th club, and only two clubs has he made 100 or more appearances for, and those two clubs are Man City and Celtic. We've been talking about Joe Hart needing to find a home. He's certainly found one here, hasn't he? He has indeed. Aye. I didn't realise he'd played for 10 clubs. I, know, I think there's a few loan deals. A few loan deals there in must there. must be, aye. Because I'm thinking from Man City, he went out to Italy for a couple mm-hmm. of seasons, and then he came back. Where was he in England? You know, a good there's couple of seasons at, um, There's been spells at Burnley, um, Burnley Tottenham, Birmingham, Shrewsbury. Yeah, he said a few clubs. Yep. Aye, he definitely has. So, yeah, surprised to see it's 10 clubs. I thought he'd probably been at clubs for longer than he has been. He's been he's been a fantastic signing since he's come up. There was an interview that somebody's posted uh, on Twitter that I've seen. I don't know if it's a new one. It's new to me. But it's was just it the podcast interview, Kim? Was it the podcast one? It was, yeah. I'm sure it was it one of his yeah. ex-teammates, was it not? One of his ex-teammates. I, I think, is it, is it Ben Foster, maybe? Yeah. Or someone that's yeah. doing it. Anyway, it's brilliant. I've only seen one clip of it, and it's just the way he talks about Ange and the respect he's got for him. 
and you can tell then that the, the respect is reciprocated that and respects his players mm-hmm. because of the level of trust he puts in them. And he's definitely done that with Joe Hart because what Hart needed was somebody to was a manager to come and take take him under his wing again and show him a level of support and confidence and trust that no one had in him at that time. And he's repaid that tenfold, I think. He's um he's been so consistent over the last two seasons for me. I know he's maybe had a couple of mistakes here and there, but generally very consistent goalkeeper. A goalkeeper for the big occasions. Um and one that I'm I'm really happy that we've still got actually, you know, I think he's I think he's a really top keeper. Yeah, I had to nip away. Someone had put the aircon on and it was doing my head in. So anybody watching the show might have been picking up on that as well. Um, and well, I think if, any, that, if anyone's heard the sound of a cat running past, then it was indeed Pirlo screeching away because someone's, someone's just come back in the house. Cats, <laughs> dogs and aircon. Eh? I mean, these are the perils of live streaming. Um, Lawrence, again... Exactly. I mean, games have been won and lost in the past against Rangers due to poor goalkeepers' uh, performances. Uh, Joe Hart, I think, has been a stalwart in games like this. He's a he's a big, big player. He's a leader. We've spoken about some of the examples of that, even in the last, uh, sorry, two Rangers games ago, where you know he's he's going up to uh, Callum McGregor and pulling away from a flashpoint with Barisic. Um, we know about the the glass and the goal mouth. He's been absolutely massive. But a lot of Celtic fans are still talking about um, an upgrade. On Joe Hart, do you think that's a wee bit unfair? I think an upgrade's definitely unfair. A replacement, you know, perhaps something for me to look at as he's getting older, but an upgrade, it's a guy that's won the Golden Gloves. <laughs> you know, Three times. what level of keeper's going to be an upgrade? So, listen, we're extremely lucky to have Hart. I think we're fortunate that he came here very focused and just wanted to play football. <laughs> Taking a huge pay cut to sign for us, he just wanted to play football. And, you know, he's doing that. He's winning things. I think he's had certainly a calming influence on the defence uh, and throughout the team. You know, he's been an excellent acquisition for us. An upgrade, I'm not too sure him, you know, what that would cost. In today's market, an upgrade in Joe Hart. But keeper is, you know, he's what, 36 now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the next two or three years, we're going to have to have someone there ready to take over from him. But not quite yet. Let's hope we get another... Season or two out of them. You want Joe Hart to be part of that transition, I think, Lawrence. You know, if you bring someone in, you don't want it to be a direct replacement, uh, an instant replacement. You want Joe Hart to be part of that because he's got so much to offer. As you say, 36 years of age, incredible Champions League experience, uh, international experience, and as you say, uh, trophy-laden career, both on an individual level and uh, with his respective clubs, mainly Manchester City. But he's adding to that now that he's in goals for Celtic. And it right back Tony Ralston, I sometimes get surprised when I check his age. He's still only 24. He's been around for ages, making his debut at 17. Um, this is actually his 82nd appearance. And you know what I find quite interesting? is Today, him and Starfelt both make their 82nd appearances for Celtic. They've both played Jeez. the same amount of games. I know. Um, seven goals and 14 assists. Ralston likes an assist, but I'm looking much more forward to what Joe Hamilton says today. Big Anthony versus Barbie Cantwell today. Um, I'm pretty sure... Cantwell has been um, all over the press leading into this game. Kevin McCluskey, do they never learn to just keep their mouth shut and do the business on the park? It doesn't seem like it, does it? It's every single game there's somebody comes out with a ridiculous statement, just a stupid statement. I'm happy for them to do it because all it does is show them up for what they are. Was it you've got Fashion Sakala before, what was it, the League Cup? Was it the League Cup final? 
when he's come out and called us the other mob. Yeah. That's fine for fans to come and do that. We can probably do that in this podcast and say it because we're fans. We're not connected to Celtic in an official way or whatever like that. If you're connected to the club as a player, as part of the official media, you show respect to the opposition and you don't come out with a comment like that. Cantwell, every single time he opens his mouth or does one of these daft TikTok videos, he just opens himself up to ridicule. Mm-hmm. And uh, what his latest one about the water bottle incident again, if, saying if he'd gone to ask Callum McGregor, what would McGregor do? McGregor would have handed him a bottle and just gone with it. You know, he's he's a grown-up. He's not going to make anything of that. All, all Cantwell does is put a wee target on his back. And uh, I, I can't remember who it was that's come out with that comment there. But, yeah, Anthony Ralston will be going through him, I would presume, with his first tackle and letting Cantwell know that he's in a game. See, the thing with us, Kev. And, and, he, and he'll hide. Sorry, he'll hide after that because I think he's, he's one of those kind of pretendy hard men that will strut about until somebody puts one on him and then he'll hide and he'll fade. Coward. See, the thing with that, that Kevin, we love the um, the quintessential you know, style of a Celtic team playing fast, entertaining football, right, and doing it a beautiful way. We love all that. That's brilliant. But every now and again, you do like a bit of a, a Tony Ralston moment, Lawrence, don't you? You do love a wee bit of that. And that, I think that's one of the reasons we've taken so quickly to Anthony. Uh, I keep calling him Anthony Johnson. I've done that the other week as well. That's Anthony and the Johnsons, the musicians. Um, Alistair Johnson, where, whereby he has, you know, come to this club. I'm going to say relatively unknown, but that, again, that's probably because he's playing outside of European football. I know that he was playing at, uh, you know, the highest level in, on the international stage. But, you know, he we have taken to him instantly. And a big part of that is the combative nature of it, where he never hides. And if there's a battle, he'll be at the very front of it. Tony Ralston's a bit like that as well, Lawrence. Yeah, listen, I like uh, to see that a wee bit more often probably than you. You know, the late Bertie Old says, get your retaliation in first. <laughs> Put down a mark on the game. Don't get bullied in the game. Barry Robson. Barry Robson. Yeah, Barry Robson. Yeah. And you remember when I think Jock Steen was on record, you know, when he came back to the club and Kelly had been in the dressing room saying, you know, play like gentlemen and all that. Steen was like, forget that, get out there and win, you know, put your stamp of authority on the game. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be bullied, you know. We want players that can stand up. Yes, they can play football, but, you know, they won't be bullied on the park. I think a big part of that's actually been Callum McGregor this season and last. I think we've seen a real edge to to his performances, Kevin. We have. And that that last comment that Lauren said there is the one that gets a nail in the head with these players for Celtic. Because I'll go back to somebody like Roy Aitken as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was playing. He was a a right hard man in the midfield and he went into challenges full-blooded every time. And then when he won the ball, which he did because he was fair, he got up and he played the pass. He he played the game. He could play football. There's nothing wrong with being a hard footballer if he can play the game as well. What they tend to do is they bring in a wee bit of the Terry Hurlock knuckle-dragger type whose sole intention is to go and put someone else out the game. When they get the ball at their feet, they can't play. And Callum McGregor has just taken that whole thing to the next level. And I think I've said it for the last few weeks whenever I've been asked, I'm still eating the humble pie on my initial thoughts about him becoming captain and not thinking he was going to be strong enough for it. He's been an incredible leader over the last couple of seasons. When I mean, you see him out there in the park, he's committed again to every tackle. He's got, you know, pardon my pre-watershed language, he's got that shithousery about him when he can just noise up the opponents. But he backs it up every single time by being a fantastic footballer. And that's the difference. 
It'll be post watershed somewhere in the world. I mean, we go out all over the globe here, Kevin. You're fine. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, Left back, you you called it. You called it. 22 year old Argentinian Alexandro Bernabe um, starts. uh, This is his second appearance against Rangers. Uh, But I think, like Kobayashi, when we get to him, I think players like Bernabe need this launch. They need to get this out of their system, this kind of game. Uh, you know, his first start, second appearance, first start against Rangers. He needs this experience to grow as a player. And then if someone happens, something happens on the eve of a massive game where there's no choice, you know, it's not a choice between Bernabe or Taylor, you, you can confidently throw the guy in because he's already been through it. Well, listen, he needs minutes. Uh, you know, we paid a fair chunk of money for him. So we need to know what we've got. The last few games, he's looked decent. I think Greg's been carrying an injury since our last visit to Poundland. So, you know, it makes sense, you know, not to risk him. At the end of the day, the league's won. You know, put Bernabe out there. Let's see what he can do. I think he's a bit quicker, you know, a bit trickier as, as a player than Taylor. So it'd be interesting to, to, to see that, that uh, battle out in that side of the park. But, yeah, definitely needs a minutes. And he's settled in, you know. We, we need to see what he's going to give us going forward. You know, Andrew's got to start planning for next season, you know. Mm-hmm. Do we have two left backs of the right caliber of the club or not? You need to test them in big games before you know the answer to that. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's maybe just taking them a wee bit longer to transition. Lawrence, you know, it could be something as simple as that. Um, if there are any concerns, and obviously Ange doesn't have any concerns because he's put the team together, it would be the defensive quality of that left-hand side. Um, I'm guessing, obviously, Jota's on the left and Abada's on the right, Kev. And we talk about it quite a lot because they've got a 100-goal-scoring uh, machine right back. I, I don't know how I know that start. I really had to dig deep for that because it's never mentioned. Uh, and talk about, uh, obviously, him being one of the most dangerous forward players, offensive players in the Rangers team. And, and I generally like to feel quite safe on that side of the park as a result of that. And that, that's why I've got this view that Maeda tends to, for me, play against Rangers. It's not happened today. We've got Jota, we've got Bernabe. It's a completely different um, approach by Ange Postacoglu on the left-hand side, but it's an approach that, you know what, maybe Rangers need to worry about us rather than another way about. Exactly. Yes. I think there can be too much focus that will get put on the perceived negatives or worries about that left-hand side. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the, the left-hand side or the defence and going, Kobayashi was a bit rocky last week at Hearts. Bernabe, he's not the strongest defensively. He's really good going forward. Uh, if you start to think like that, you'll get the doubts coming in. And you'll also think, oh, we normally defend from the front with Maeda. We don't have that. Mm-hmm. Our game plan today is not to stop Rangers from winning. It's for Celtic to win. 
And that's a left-hand side that you think can do it. Bernabai is, what, 20 years old, 21 years old. He's grown up playing football in Argentina. You'll not get a more hostile away environment than playing an away game in Argentina, probably. So this today won't face him, I don't think, going into that. 40,000 Rangers fans, whatever it is, that's not going to phase him. If he plays his game, he's a defensive player. Jota has improved massively this season in his defensive output, which yeah. I think that we've spoken about quite a lot. So, of course, not having Maeda is a, a big miss because he offers so much and does things that no other player does for us defensively in that attacking third. But Jota's improved a lot as well. Mm-hmm. I think he's good enough to, to pen, pardon the pun, to pen Tavernier back in. And if your biggest uh, is a right, <laughs> you can only score penalties. You know, defensively, he's weak. He's weak defensively. Defensively, he is weak. Oh, yeah. And now, Maeda's strong point is that he'll pin him back and stop Tavernier from getting forward. Jota's strong point is that he'll get in the space behind because Tavernier will think that he can get forward and that he's got a bit more licence if Maida's not there. There's going to be space in behind and you want Jota in there to capitalise on it and you want to see him in front of 50,000 50, Rangers fans standing in the centre circle with his raised fist giving it that classic celebration. We'll come back to the celebration. We've been talking about it all week, Kevin. Um, there's a there's a new blog up this morning, actually, going back to that uh, that infamous game, Lawrence, back in 1987. You'll remember it well. Um, you'll remember in the centenary season, Machiavelli comes in a wee bit later. He, he didn't, obviously, join in the pre-season alongside guys like Billy Stark, Chris Morris, Andy Walker, um, etc. So he comes in. This is his first game against Rangers. It's at, at Ibrox. It's a big signing. 725 grand for West Ham. Uh, Rangers had uh, recently purchased Richard Goff from Spurs for one and a half, so it was uh, for every five a wheel spend a tenner. How did that work out? Was there uh, dodgy about that transfer though uh, from Spurs? No, no, no involving Rangers. Sport. Come on, you know, surely not, Lawrence. The old Rangers thing. There was something extremely dodgy about that, wasn't there? It wouldn't surprise me, Lawrence Conley. It wouldn't surprise me. But we all know what happened. Obviously, um, Peter Grant. We spoke about this to Peter just a couple of weeks back where he was talking about how he got loads of the blame for it, Lawrence, because he was inciting um, the riotous scenes by getting on his knees and celebrating a terributure OG by blessing himself. I mean, how insightful is that? Uh, well, anyway. Arthur Boric has got a criminal record because of it. Yeah, not blessing himself because it's such mm-hmm. a... I don't know. What is it about that that could possibly send people over the edge? What, what is it they don't like about it? I don't know. Freedom of expression. That you know, it's it's an interesting situation to react in the way that they did. We, we have spoken about how you celebrate the goals today, um, how safe are our players and staff, and, and it is a real consideration. By the way, I know that was a bit tongue in cheek there, but it really is. Um, Centre half positions, Lawrence. I'm going to come to yourself. You've got Kobayashi making um, just his fifth start today. Uh, Carl Starfelt. I'm not going to say he needs to step up. He already has. We've seen him playing alongside Carter Vickers this season. Where uh, Starfield's been the main man. I mean, that's happened against Rangers this season. And I think that he has grown into a, a much more commanding figure this year, hasn't he? I, I definitely, listen, I, I thought he was great last year as well. But, you know, my worry is that we're going to see some bids coming in for him. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a chat. Mm-hmm. Him and Carter Vickers haven't lost a d- domestic game would have played. So it's now him and Kobayashi. Carroll's over his preferred right. I think Kobayashi gives us a bit more pace. He's obviously left a bit of balance to it. Yeah. So 
Yeah, Starfield, you, you know, you have absolutely no worries about it. I think it's solid. Kobayashi, yeah, you, you know, you get, get put under a wee bit of pressure by Hearts, but, you know, he came through, I thought he came through okay. You know, that, that's what he, he wasn't rattled. He, he wasn't rattled, was it? It's very calm, isn't he? Very calm. Yeah. He can pick a pass out, you mm-hmm. know. He can play, you know, both short and long passes. He can pick them out. So I think he's a better balance having a left foot side of player. There's a bit more pace at the back with him and Burnaby playing, I think, you know, which will be handy because obviously Tamburi likes to, to go forward. So having that pace will be asking questions of Tamburi, you know, to go up, go up and down the field and it gives mm-hmm. a wee bit of cover. But yeah, no, no worries at centre half, really. But, you know, I think those two can be a good pair. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And, um, you know, I think Liam has mentioned that long term, you know, if the the speculation is true and Starfield does have a lot of interest, long term, Carter Vickers and Kobayashi might even be a partnership that we'll see in the future as well. Um, we've spoken about the midfields and I found it interesting looking this morning that Matt O'Reilly started every game against Rangers this season. If you had asked me that from memory, I probably wouldn't have thought that that was the case. Um, he started every game against Rangers this season. I think he's on a good run of form, Matt O'Reilly. Um, he's always good for creating a chance and cutting through a defence. Again, 22-year-old, which is just incredible. Um, and Rio Atati, for me, is Scotland's player of the year. I, I probably wouldn't have played him today, uh, but no because of his own performances. I just think that Awata in that midfield, uh, I think, works really well with McGregor and O'Reilly against Rangers. Alan yesterday spoke about the diamond that Rangers play in the middle, but I think now that Abada's back in the side and, and the wingers are going to have that freedom, like you say, to get behind the defenders, Kevin, right? I think we then overload the, the midfield with the two inverted fullbacks, and that's how we're going to combat this diamond in the middle. So, although it's not the, the trio I would have played in the midfield, I'm more than confident that they can get the job done today. Absolutely. I think it's probably the strongest midfield three that we've got. Um, or you could you could take one of Rio or O'Reilly out and bring Abata in, and you could still make the same argument that that would be the strongest midfield three. I think we're just really strong in that area at the moment. I as I said, I wasn't brave enough to put my team out on the blog, but one thing I did suggest that I thought we might have done was put Abata in actually and have that kind of double six, the midfield pivot, in there just to give us a wee bit more solidity in the midfield because when Nowak's come on in the last couple of games against them, he's been really impressive for me and and helped helped us regain certainly in the league game, he helped us regain the midfield after we were losing it for a wee bit mm-hmm. so I, I did have a wee suspicion that he might have played but then listening to Angie's press conference as well and he was talking about, you know, I've got a team in mind, it's one that will win the game or we think can win the game but there might be a couple of surprises thrown in there I went wild and had a wee thought in my head. What about Callum and Iwata as your double six and Haxabanovic and as a ten, and just go for it? That was a, that was a wee thought I had. But looking at the midfield that we've got, I mean Callum McGregor, you can't take him out. Rio Hatate is probably the best midfielder in the country when he's on his game. He's the kind of player that can go. 89 minutes and not really give you very much, but in the 90th minute will create a goal or score a goal. And he did something similar against Hearts. He did very little and then he sets up the first goal. And O'Reilly, for me, he's, he's 22 years old. He's a player that will go through peaks and troughs in his form. Right mm-hmm. now, I think he's in a peak uh, and we need to get the most out of him while he's on this form. He's got tremendous vision. He's got a great pass in him. 
And he's got that experience, actually, of having played in the six when McGregor was out. So, you know, he's also got the fight and dig about him as well. And he's, he's a more athletic option than, say, a Turnbull or someone like that. So it's a very strong midfield. But if you turn to the bench later on, Iwata can and likely will come on. You're not weakening the team by making that change in any way, are you? No, you're not. And I, we'll come to the bench because, again, it is a very strong one. Sean fairly go out and play like champions. It would be good to see Lauren Celtic going out and expressing herself the way we know we can. Some of the performances have been quite stifled. A big part of that's due to the opposition, of course. Uh, but I don't think in the last uh, three games we've been at our very best against Rangers, albeit we haven't been beaten by them. I don't think we've been at our best. Are we going to see it today? Hopefully, you know, you know, Bill's going for a, another record. I think he'd be, you know, the only manager other than Murphy to lose the first five games, yeah, you know, of this new club. So we've got, we've got to keep an eye on that, you know. Yeah, but the midfield, Hattati really needs minutes. O'Reilly's been, you know, he's coming back into form. We need to get these guys ready for the cup final, give them some minutes. Mm-hmm. Is it really about today? You know, the league's done. I think we'll go out, you know, there's not too much pressure on us at all. Yeah, and, and hopefully they do play with that freedom. They, they feel the pressure's lifted. You know, the only pressure is, you know, I suppose making sure that you're, you're putting down a market again, the cup final team. Yeah, today's result, you know, it's not that I would ever tire of beating them, but you know, that is becoming a bit monotonous. It's so maybe that's what Angus then can give some of the boys a, a rest like Kyogo and that. He must be fed up scoring against them, you know, start off. I'm all about beating them and beating them well because I don't think that we've we've really hit the top form, Lawrence. And um, you know, I've heard a lot of chat going through the week about meaningless games and fixtures. I don't I don't think that exists in the mind of Ange Postacoglu. Um Jamie, seven one two one, hail hail from New Zealand, ten twenty two PM, just over an hour to kick off and not a bad time for a change. Um brilliant, superb, and I hope that uh, you enjoy the game over in New Zealand. Gary McCain, hail hail from Oz, let's turn the screw on them. I agree. Can't even fill their ground for a derby game. Has anyone seen what the, the ground's looking like in terms of how full it is about three minutes before kickoff, Kev? Because we're talking about that as well. You know, well, I have the club, the club deck to public sale for Celtic fans. I'm, I'm not too sure if that's true, but I heard that's kind of how few tickets have been sold. Inadvertently, maybe, Lawrence, um, to Celtic uh-huh. fans. <laughs> because it was actually raised the other week there. Uh, Jungle Lion said, you know, what if we go to Ibrox and we've won the league? and they're out the cup, and there's no Celtic fans in the stadium, will they sell it out? And actually, I've got to say, most of the comments came back saying, of course they will, you know, they'll always sell it. But, you know, I've been hearing that's maybe not the case, Kevin. Have you seen any of the footage to suggest that the, the faded blue seats are in show? I haven't seen any yet, no. I've not, not checked in the other tab. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was um, from the end of the game anyway. I think I'd said it in a chat, you know, it'll be a a sea of faded blue seats with smatterings of green and white around the place because we'll be the only ones left, the few fans that have made it in. Um, I'm not surprised if there would be empty seats from the beginning because, like, there's no such thing as a meaningless Glasgow derby, but this is as close as you're going to get to one from our point of view. Winning the game doesn't help us win the league because we've already won it. We're not going to lose it. Winning the game for them, what does it mean? It gives some hope for next season, but everyone knows it's a false hope for next season because we're going to kick on over the summer. Um, if you were a Rangers fan, would you really want to go out and watch that today? 
the prospect of your team being humbled again when it should only be your fans in there. It should be a big occasion for them, but I think we've absolutely taken them to a low that they can't enjoy this game one little bit. And you know, that that's glorious to hear. Um, we've got Leela Bada playing on the right-hand side. Loves a goal against Rangers. Still only 21. Bizarre. When are we going to stop talking about this boy's age? I always remember that about Paul McStay. Right up to about the age of 24. He seemed as though he was a young guy, but he'd been around forever. Um, and up top, O, which is something that Lawrence had called. Uh, what I'm going to ask you, though, Lawrence, and I asked the question yesterday just before we go to the reaction, um, in terms of celebrations, what are you expecting? when we score, if and when we score? Well, it depends who scores. I mean, I suppose Abada's going to be really disappointed that back post Barisic has been dropped, you know. But what a master tactician deal is, it's only taken him half a season to spot us. You know, so I think I, 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 I hope all scores, I hope he does a Klinsman. You know? Oh, I'd love to see a Klinsman. Oh, oh yes. Absolutely. A big message to his international manager. Listen, we're going to go and get the action. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. 750 um, strong on the live stream there. And um, if you like what you see, give us a big thumbs up. Uh, I've been joined today. I was three minutes. Uh, the, the guys were three minutes early. Kevin McCluskey and Lawrence Conley, thank you very much for joining us. Come back and see us at halftime. Hopefully we can talk about a few of those celebrations. Um, and we'll see you at halftime on a Celtic State of Mind. Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.